the misadventures of moral mirage, in a land where rivers intertwined like veins under the skin of the earth, the destiny of communities flowed along with the ceaseless current of water. The settlements of Rivertown and Streamside stood on either side of a historic water source, their existence tethered to its liquid bounty. The water source was their lifeblood, a silent witness to their shared history, a bubbling, gurgling chronicle of their intertwined destinies. An old agreement, forged in the crucible of past circumstances, allocated a slightly larger portion of the water to Rivertown. It was a parchment of peace, drawn in a bygone era, intended to quell the ripples of discord that once threatened to engulf both communities in a deluge of strife. Yet as the sun cast long shadows on the water, reflecting the passage of time, the agreement morphed into a symbol of discontent in the eyes of Streamside, particularly their astute leader, Surveil. Surveil was a man of compelling rhetoric and a face sculpted with stern, yet charismatic lines. He held the grievances of Streamside in his heart, nursing them with a blend of cunning intellect and a persuasive tongue. The disparity in water allocation was a thorn in his side, a daily reminder of what he perceived as the unyielding injustice anchored in the flowing waters that separated them from Rivertown. On a morning where the sky was a palette of soft pastels heralding the dawn, Surveil gathered his counsel in the heart of Streamside, by the very banks where the water gently kissed their land. His eyes swept over the faces of his council, each one a reflection of the discontent that simmered within. The waters that flow between us and Rivertown carry more than just the essence of life. They carry the essence of justice, he began, his voice a calm yet firm stream of resolve. Our ancestors signed an agreement under duress, a pact that has shackled us to an unjust share of this vital source. A murmur of agreement rustled through the gathered folk like a breeze through the reeds. He continued, the time has come to redirect the course of justice, to ensure the waters of fairness irrigate the lands of streamside as they should have since time immemorial. As he spoke, the first rays of the sun cast a golden hue upon the waters, as if nature itself was spotlighting the core of their discontent. Surveil's words resonated with the rhythmic flow of the water, weaving a narrative of reclamation and justice that found a receptive shore in the hearts of his people. The council rallied around Surveil's vision, the seeds of a plan taking root, amidst the fertile ground of collective grievance. It was a vision that promised to quench the thirst of Streamside's long-nurtured resentment, a scheme that aimed to redraw the liquid boundaries that flowed between right and wrong. As the council dispersed, the murmurs of discontent among them swirled into the morning air, mingling with the mist that rose from the river. Sir Vale, now alone by the riverbank, knelt to touch the water. It was cool, a stark contrast to the burning resolve that simmered within him. He could almost hear the whispers of the past rippling through the gentle flow, urging him towards what he deemed as retribution. The following days saw Streamside abuzz with clandestine meetings and the forging of covert alliances. The plan was simple yet audacious, to subtly alter the course of the stream that fed the shared water source, diverting the flow entirely to their land. The guise of historical reparation was their shield, a moral cloak under which they would operate. Under the veil of darkness, Surveil and a select band of loyal followers set to work, 
With shovels and pickaxes, they toiled under the ghostly glow of the moon, their shadows dancing on the water like specters of the old grievances that fueled their cause. The night air was thick with the anticipation of a rectified injustice as they meticulously worked on rerouting the watercourse. As dawn cast its first light, the water started to veer towards streamside, a silvery serpent changing its course under the influence of Surveil's orchestrated endeavor. Rivertown awoke to the sight of receding waters, a slow realization of the shift in liquid fortune dawning upon them. In Rivertown, the town crier's bell tolled urgently, its clanging knells echoing the alarm that spread through the community. The village head, Lady Fair, a woman of grace and foresight, summoned her council. The square was abuzz with anxious whispers as the Rivertowners gathered, their faces etched with concern under the soft glow of the morning sun. Lady Fair stood before them, her countenance a blend of calm resolve and simmering indignation. Our neighbors have laid claim to what is rightfully shared, veiling their greed under false pretenses of reparation. She declared her voice a steady stream flowing over the crowd, instilling a sense of unity among them. Our course of action must reflect the principles that bind us. Fairness, respect, and a just share of nature's bounty. She continued, her gaze sweeping over the gathering, each face a reflection of the unwavering resolve that united Rivertown. As her words resonated through the square, plans were set in motion to restore the original water flow, to undo the clandestine acts of Streamside. The Rivertowners, bound by a shared sense of justice, rallied to undo the wrong, their collective effort a testament to the enduring spirit of fairness that had long defined their existence. As Rivertown commenced their efforts to restore the original water flow, Surveil, ever the cunning tactician, spun the narrative thread further into the fabric of public opinion. He crafted tales of fabricated historical oppressions, painting a picture of Streamside as the perennial victim of Rivertown's purported greed. He gathered the local bards and minstrels, feeding them verses of deceit veiled in sorrowful tunes. The melodies of misdirection soon echoed through the neighboring lands, the haunting tunes carrying tales of Streamside's fabricated plight to every hearth and tavern. The tale was told and retold, each iteration adding a layer of falsehood, solidifying the image of Rivertown as the unjust oppressor. It wasn't long before the narrative seeped into the hearts of the outsiders, igniting a spark of misdirected indignation. In the nearby lands, a movement began to brew. Justice for streamside banners fluttered in the wind as a motley crowd of misinformed sympathizers rallied to the cause. They were a colorful array of individuals, their hearts brimming with misplaced righteousness, their minds fueled by the distorted narrative that Surveil had so masterfully woven. Among the throng was a self-proclaimed philosopher, his beard as tangled as his logic, who proclaimed the waters of justice have long been damned by the greed of Rivertown. It's high time the stream of fairness flowed towards Streamside. In another corner, a poetess with a penchant for dramatic verse recited her latest creation, her voice quivering with misplaced emotion. Oh, Streamside, the victim of liquid larceny, may the rivers of reparation rush to your rescue. The fervor grew, the banners multiplied, and the cries for justice for Streamside resonated through the valleys and over the hills. Surveil, from the shadows, watched the spectacle with a smug satisfaction curling on his lips. His narrative had taken a life of its own. The seeds of deceit had sprouted into a forest of falsehood, overshadowing the truth with its dense canopy. 
Meanwhile, in Rivertown, Lady Fair and her council worked tirelessly, their days filled with meticulous planning and their nights with fervent prayers for justice. The earnestness of their endeavor was a stark contrast to the facade of victimhood that Streamside continued to flaunt. But as the cries for justice for Streamside echoed louder, the ripples of the distorted narrative began to lap at the shores of Rivertown, casting a pall of unjust accusation over their earnest endeavor to restore what was rightfully shared. As the cries of justice for Streamside resonated across the land, the political atmosphere began to simmer with the heat of misdirected outrage. The narrative had taken a grotesque form, twisting the arms of truth into a grotesque sculpture of falsehood. When Rivertown, the waters receded further, each day the stream seeming to withdraw its liquid fingers from the parched land. The Rivertowners, however, held steadfast, their resolve hardened like the dry earth awaiting a nourishing rain. They meticulously worked on restoring the original water flow, their actions a blend of determination and desperate hope. Meanwhile, the world outside brewed with a distorted sense of righteousness. Grandiose protests were staged in the heart of bustling cities, passionate ballads penned in the name of Streamside's fabricated plight, and casks of water were sent from afar to aid Streamside, all while Rivertown's fields began to crack under the sun's merciless gaze. The irony was as bitter as the herbs Rivertowners now chewed to quench their thirst. Each cask of water sent to Streamside was like a mocking laugh, echoing the absurdity of the situation. Surveil reveled in the success of his deceit, yet with a cautious eye on Rivertown's relentless efforts. He orchestrated further dramatic displays of fabricated despair for the visiting sympathizers, their eyes welling up as they witnessed the staged scenes of Streamside's supposed struggle for water. In Rivertown, Lady Fair stood by the dwindling stream, her reflection in the water a ripple of determination amidst the waves of deceit that sought to engulf her land. We shall not falter in the face of falsehood. She proclaimed to her weary yet unyielding folk, Our actions are rooted in truth, and truth, though buried under layers of deceit, shall eventually break through to the surface. She knelt, scooping a handful of water, feeling its coolness run through her fingers, a fleeting whisper of the justice they sought. Each droplet that fell back carried with it the essence of her resolve. But as the sun set, casting long shadows on the land, the battle of narratives raged on, the truth a faint glimmer struggling against the dense fog of falsehood that Surveil had unleashed upon the land. The spectacle of misdirected justice danced on, a macabre ballet under the orchestration of Surveil. With the world as its stage and the souls of Rivertown and Streamside tangled in a grotesque duet of deception and truth, as the eyes of the neighboring lands toured towards the ongoing struggle between Streamside and Rivertown, the echoes of justice for Streamside began to wane, replaced by a murmur of uncertainty that swept through the masses. Surveil, sensing the shift in the tide of public opinion, intensified his efforts to sustain the narrative. He orchestrated a grand assembly, inviting the sympathizers and the curious from far and wide, planning to deliver a speech that he hoped would reignite the cause of Streamside. In Rivertown, Lady Fair received whispers of the impending assembly. She knew this was a pivotal moment, a chance to unveil the truth to the world. She convened with her council, debating whether to confront Surveil in the assembly or continue their silent struggle for truth. The sun set, painting the sky with shades of contemplation as both leaders pondered the paths before them, 
The murky waters of moral ambiguity flowed through the land, leaving everyone at the precipice of a crucial decision. Would Rivertown confront Streamside in a public spectacle, risking a narrative backlash? Would Surveil manage to sow the seeds of deceit once more, or had the fabric of his tale frayed too much already? The questions hung in the air like the cool mist that hovered over the stream at dawn. As the night descended upon the land, the stars above twinkled with the reflections of the undecided future, each shimmering light a silent witness to the crossroads that lay ahead for Rivertown and Streamside. And so, under the veil of the silent night, the leaders, their followers, and the world waited with bated breath for the dawn that would usher in the next chapter of this enduring struggle.